You're listening to The Evening Sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. hallelujah thank you lord jesus we bless your name this evening father we thank you for your love we thank you for your faithfulness we thank you for how you've helped us today all the things that we faced the victories that we won the things we overcame lord even the things we seem to have lost lord we thank you because your word says that all things work together for good to those who love the lord lord help us to strengthen our hearts with this great scripture that no matter how things go no matter what happens to god things will work for the good of those who love the lord who are they called according to his purpose all we need to do is to come before you to acknowledge that we did wrong if we did wrong and to put the matter before you and ask that you take over lord we thank you because you are faithful to watch over your word to perform your word in our lives Blessed be your holy name, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Hallelujah. Now, chapter 8 of 1 Corinthians, verse 1. Now, as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. And knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Hmm. Praise God. And if any man think that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. This is very instructive. So first of all, Paul wants to address the issue of idols. If you remember, the Corinthian church was a city, a cosmopolitan city, and there was a lot of idol worship in that city. Okay? So issues that had to do with idolatry and idols, shaving hair, not shaving the hair, um, societal outcasts, prostitutes, people coming from uh, prostitute temples and things like that you know all of those mixtures Paul is addressing some of those things that infiltrated into the church okay so Paul is addressing them one after the other praise God so now he's dealing with idols okay and the first thing he's saying here is that knowledge puffs up and it is true you know as soon as your eyes begin to open to the knowledge of God, one of the things that it will do to you is that it will make you proud. Now, the more you learn God's word and learn the knowledge of God, the, the more you would realize that you need to become much more meek because now you are carrying knowledge. But when you start initially, you start knowing things you think your pastor doesn't know, you think your next door Christian neighbor doesn't know, the next, what would happen instant days that pride will begin to creep in and we should not allow pride okay it puffs up we should walk in love towards anyone that is lacking in the knowledge that we have and with love and meekness bring them to truth praise god verse 2 if any man thinks that he knows anything please count yourself to not know anything it's better and it's safer that way but if any man love God, the same is known of him. So now the issue now is who does God know? God knows the man who loves God. The man who loves God is who God knows. Hallelujah. So the energy here is to drive us to the love of God and to the acknowledging of the things 
that pertain to God and the laws of God and the laws of righteousness and to obey them. Verse 4 says, And concerning therefore the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world and that there is no other God but one. For though there be that are called idols, whether in heaven or earth, as there be gods many and lots many, but to us there is but one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we in him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. Mm, hallelujah. So what Paul is saying here is that we know there are things that people offer to idols, okay? But as believers that have been raised in truth, that's why he started with knowledge. When you have been raised in truth and in the knowledge, you would refuse to acknowledge those idols. There's nothing like idols. It's meaningless. It's useless. Praise God. There's only one God. Our Father God is the only one God. Even though in the world, people call all kinds of gods, right? And many lords that are under the sun. Praise God. But we, 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 who serve the God that made the heavens and the earth, know that there's only one God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And one Lord, Jesus Christ. And it is by him all things exist. And it is in him all things consist. Verse 7 says, How be it? There is not in every man that knowledge. So every man doesn't have this understanding. Every man doesn't have this wisdom. Even amongst believers. For some with conscience of the idol, unto this hour eat it as a thing offered unto an idol. And their conscience being weak is defiled. So when you go and eat food sacrificed to idols, when you acknowledge that deity, when you acknowledge that God, then you have defiled yourself. That's what the scripture is saying. It's better you don't eat at all. As long as you are in acknowledgement of the idols. And I see a lot of, even amongst believers that have knowledge, as it were, okay, that are mature, as it were, I still see their fear. I still see, you know, the attention they pay to things offered to idols, right? Hmm. Verse 8 says, But meat commended us not to God. For neither if we eat are we the better, neither if we do not eat are we the worse. So whether we eat meat really, whether we eat those foods really, it doesn't commend us to God. It doesn't disapprove us before God. <laughs> so whether we eat or we don't eat really, it means nothing before God. And we are not worse off nor better off because we have eaten. But Bible says, Take heed lest by enemies this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to them that are weak. So if someone who is weak in conscience eats because he's seen you who have knowledge eating food offered to idols and his conscience being weak, he eats and he offends God because of his weak faith. You have made him to stumble. For if any man see you which have knowledge sit at meat in the idol's temple, shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened to eat those things which are offered to idols. So there are many things that those who have knowledge should not do. Not because they are afraid of those things, but because of the conscience of the weak ones who are looking at them, who are watching them to see. Okay? Somebody will want to see if you will eat uh, salamate, right? Or halal meat, right? Praise God. And many other things like that. 
Now look at verse 11. It says, And through your knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. But when you sin so against your brother and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Wherefore, if meat make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh while the world standeth, lest I make my brother to offend. Now, this is not just meat offered to idols. This even has to do with alcohol. There are some believers that believe that um, the scripture doesn't tell us not to drink alcohol. It tells us not to drink it in excess. There are some believers who teach that, who believe that Paul counseled Timothy to drink a little wine for his stomach sake and for that reason they take some wine that helps the stomach you know when you overeat or eat meaty food a little red wine is good for digestion it does help right so some believers partake of that not because of the pleasure of the wine but because of the relief for the stomach but some others who don't have that understanding are petrified of even touching i remember when we first got married my husband would tell me that even to the bible says in the book of proverbs to even look at it the redness in the glass is a sin <laughs> i used to bake and to preserve fruit cakes you have to put brandy or rum in your fruit cakes and those were some of the issues that he had back then okay we had little knowledge i love the purity it's perfect it's wonderful to fear god in that manner praise god our bible is saying that we should be very very careful whenever we have entered into some level of liberty through the knowledge of god's word or through the knowledge of truth that we do not cause those who are weak in faith or our younger ones in faith to stumble dressing you know anything anything that you are partaking of that you think you are at liberty to partake of it consider if there's a brother or a sister who might think that what you're doing is a sin, consider him first before enjoying that thing. Praise God. Otherwise, you will make him offend. He, would, he could accuse you. He could speak against you. Thereby, he's sinning. Okay? You could weaken his conscience. He could see what you are doing and become lascivious towards that thing. You know, and be consumed by it. Right? Movies, yes, okay, and such things. Um, I can name them, but it's not a law, so I'm not giving you a list of what to stay away from. I'm just as they are, it's coming to my mind, I'm mentioning them, and I pray that you take them with the spirit and the heart which with which I have shared them today. God bless you. The message you just heard was from The Evening Sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kebadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kebadula.org. God bless you.